0: old systems not free right there's something to surrender to same thing with me and all these different things i'm going through around relationships and money and all the things that we we're all dealing with and i'm like it just gets to be freedom there and it's like freedom through the system
1: welcome to satori primes have it all podcast where you get your fix of personal development without any of that fluff a podcast dedicated to the unending quest of self-discovery and remembrance You'll discover new breakthrough thinking and feeling technology that will cause shifts in all areas of your life, your finances, your body, relationships, and most importantly, your mind. You'll uncover your truest self and for probably the first time in your life, feel 100% worthy of having it all. It's time to stop talking and fantasizing about your dream life and start living it. So get ready to have your mind expanded in the best way possible. Now fair warning, if you implement what you learn here, your life will never, ever be the same. So are you ready to have it all? Let's go.
0: So I'm gonna just go ahead and say this one's starting off with a different mood than usual. I have a, like a lot of weight on my chest too today and it's been like a duet phenomenon all that i've caused on my own and so i was listening to uh, michael singer stuff over the weekend i love his linguistics about how the energy is like moving up through the systems yeah and it makes so much sense with everything i experience in vipassana and the sanskaras, and it makes sense but it's like yes you have, so if you have if your chakra system is sending energy up specifically trying to through the heart you have all these little blockages in there, then it's like, it's rerouting. Hey, Wendy, it's rerouting and it's rerouting itself through survival patterns, essentially. So I'll give you like an example of something that happened to me. And then I know you have a whole lot of stuff coming up, but I'll share mine first. And then yeah. uh, I'll share this on, on Facebook too. So I get, like yesterday, we're running those contests for premier day Yeah, to get the program out for free. And it's been, for whatever reason, like communication breakdown between the people who get it and like, where does the email go? How do they, you know, whatever. And it's like, we could just message them the link that they need essentially to like get the access to the program. But this one of the women that's been following just like could not get the information. And I messaged it to her personally. We had another guy who had just like an issue setting up his account. And it was just like, it was just like silly things like, you know, like oversights by people. They just, they don't see. But like doing like tech support stresses me the fuck out. <laughs> It just does because it's like people are very demanding. And it's like, number one, one of these programs is free. I don't know why you're stressing out about now getting access to it, even though we've already sent you access two or two to three times for it. The other one, it's like, it's an $11 product. There shouldn't be this much stress about now getting in there. Certainly shouldn't be commenting negative things on a post because of it. And number three, we're, we've been in communication with you the entire time and we're working with you. So anyway, so all this stress. So I wake up in the morning and there was like another one of these emails and I'm like, <laughs> you know just stress city and and it's like all internally caused and i find it humorous at the same time like it's it's kind of silly to me that i i let myself get worked up over such stupid shit yeah and it's like that same old conversation you know what's stressful about this people are being stupid stop being stupid and if you're watching this for those who are involved i apologize i don't mean you're stupid there's actually a nice thread to all this and then like now i'm trying to book a flight and american express travel is just the worst website for some reason it's like there's always errors and it takes multiple attempts to always book a trip again so silly it's like i'm booking a trip to an amazing place on planet earth how many people get to do this you silly bastard just enjoy it you know and there's that whole thing so that energy keeps coming up and i now i feel it like (sighs) like in here right so I, i meditated this morning and what i love about the work we're doing today with ourselves with our clients and again i'm sharing all this really openly just to say like we're not perfect. Like I go through stress and things like that and things weigh me down. And what I want to say is I did this really beautiful meditation this morning. And what's always really apparent to me now is the only reason I have any stress and I'm making anybody wrong for the current situation is because I have no space in my life for me to show up stupid. Like I would berate myself worse for my own stupidity than any of the thoughts or conjectures or judgments that I'm having about these people. And when I meditated this morning, I could just feel all the shame I had about stupidity, like my own stupidity. And like, I legitimately don't have space for that in my life. Like I need to know, I got to be able to perform. I got to have answers and it's same old stuff. And yeah, you know we live in a lot of flow and we trust and stuff like that. But like your humanness is there. It's just there. It's going to continue to be there. And I got to go in there and, and like, and feel all the shame over all these years that I caused and a lot of this like heart squeezing that i can even feel now while i'm talking is that chain and it's these samskaras and these things that my survival pattern kicks in and then i'm annoyed with everybody and like i don't like any of the pattern there's nothing i enjoy about it and it doesn't help to not like the pattern <laughs> you know so that's just kind of what's been happening for me it's like been a theme all day so i kind of wanted to parlay that because i know you had a, a rough morning also which is unusual that we're both kind of like in the muck at the same yeah. time
1: yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I kind of had a very similar, probably about like two, three months ago with Loser, right? And what came up, I'm getting an echo, by the way, from you. And what came up around Loser was the same kind of stupid conversation. And what that kind of riff to is like, you know, when people are being slow or... I think for you and I, speed and progression has become like such a pattern of importance that we associate with if you do things quickly and you do things efficiently, that's really good. And if it's not that, then you're stupid. And so, you know, when people drive slow, it's like, you're stupid. When people move slow, you're stupid. When people like ask questions that were like, how in the world would you ask this question? You're like, (laughs) so like got all that stuff triggered. What I started to see, and obviously, the, I think like having kids really, really helped because, you know, like, look, he's five, you know, now six. Aaliyah's four, five. You know, they ask questions from a place of wonder and curiosity. And if I looked at them, I was like, "Are you a moron? Like, that's so stupid. Why would you ask that question?" Sure, I'd be mad all the time. Yeah, because just kids are just curious and they ask interesting. Well questions that to an adult is like, that's dumb. But to them, they're, they're still wiring. And I think that's given me a lot of breadth of like mm-hmm. understanding. And the one thing, you know, we started with Michael Singer's work, it's like, the one thing that he that resonates with me from his teachings, I think more than anybody else is that sensation of being really excited when you get mad or get triggered. And I know that doesn't mean like in the moment, I think it's I'm certainly not able to do it. But in the moment, like as that moment passes, when you see the trigger to actually get really excited by the trigger and go like, oh, wow, this is awesome. I actually have this massive opportunity to let this story go. And the question that I started asking myself is like, kind of what you alluded to is, where am I stupid? And the reason it's showing up for me is because like you said, I don't love you know, for me, it was like, I'm a loser. I don't love the loser or I don't love the stupid or I don't love when I'm slow or all that stuff. And it's like, it's just showing me those opportunities where I get to dive in and go, oh, okay. Like I had a blowout with Shia this, I mean, it was interesting because I was like pretty calm during it, but I was consistently like, as it was happening, basically explaining to him that I was like, really hurt and really upset and really frustrated and afterwards he was like trying to talk to me I was like Shia I can't speak to you right now like I don't want to interact with you I don't want to talk to you like I need some time and you know afterwards like an hour later he went to basketball so like I got a chance to sit there and kind of like do my own thing and afterwards we had a chance to talk And I just let him know, like, my experience of that interaction and asked him, you know, is that what he wants in a relationship? And I was like, I certainly don't want that. And I I can get where you got it from and, and why you did it. And, like, we had this beautiful conversation afterwards. It's just so interesting to me. Like, I wonder if there are people that in the moment, I'm sure there are, like, that are in the moment able to get that excited about the trigger and, like, actually be fully there while being triggered as fuck i guess that
0: they must exist well yeah i'm sure right like and there have been moments where you and i have been in situations where i would completely lose my shit and i'm oh, like yeah. wow i'm sitting in love while this is happening so it's not yeah. like it's not like every single thing triggers me on the planet it's also funny how like one trigger will lead to the next like once you're triggered i feel like you're much much more susceptible well now me. you're looking for i'm stupid Sure. Right well, yeah, yeah, and it's like now it's in the field, right? It's in your energy field, like today, like I woke up into it basically because stupid me, which is one of the things that we like really do is like don't look at your phone first thing in the morning. It's like you're actually like charging the system. It's like you're putting a battery in that has a programming yeah. in it already instead of just like sitting in the space because chances are if I would have really gone through a meditation first thing in the morning, centered myself, then read that, that I would have had no charge about it at all, which is also I think over is, from before. Exactly. And this was like the the night before it happened. Also, I didn't meditate last night, you know, to clear it. And it's like, it's funny, because meditation, we say it's compounding in nature, like you yeah. more your practice, the more it compounds and charge. It's like any other charge, because meditation is the discharge that's compounding. But when you're charged up, that's compounding too. Yeah, but yeah, it's like been interesting to watch it. And I love that I can see it from the place of, it's me, like, I'm just compensating on other people dealing with the you know like okay well if they're just not stupid anymore then i can live a stress-free life i won't have stupid people around me anymore yeah there's no end to that there's always going to be more people who charge you around stupidity or being slow or whatever it is or who annoy you or, or cut you off or do all the things that people do when they're just not being aware that those two people have no idea that any of that stuff is going on they're just and like they're they're not, right, i am they're not being stupid that's what i wanted to point out like they're not being stupid
1: yeah your, your perception of them. Doing what they're doing because in your world, you would never operate that way, but they're not you. Sure. Of course not. Of course not.
0: Yeah. And like we found that over the years, right? Like even entrepreneurs who get started, one of the things they got to train themselves out of and then train themselves into is like being resourceful. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, yes, you can keep leaning on other people. It's like, this is really going to slow down your progress, like learn to use the resources, learn to use Google, learn to lean on your community, like learn to be the person who finds solutions to things. And a lot of times people don't. And they're just, you know, they keep berating you and emailing. And it's like, hey, it would take two seconds for you to figure this out if you actually just got present and looked. So it's just interesting. And it doesn't help. And this is why, again, we'll go back to like feel more, think less. Cause I've spent fifteen years thinking about how to stop being judgmental towards stupid people. <laughs> and it hasn't helped because stupid people still charge me. Or whatever, the perception of stupidity charges me, not stupid people. By the way, there are no stupid people. But that's what I'm saying. The perception of stupidity is of the charge. It's not the person. You're just yeah. you're taking your own shit and just putting it on other people. Yeah. So it was this really awesome opportunity. And honestly, it went to like a really deep place for me this morning. So you kind of said, like, who can do this? Like, I think Andrew's one of those people in the moment because you just so in tune i think that it has to come from attunement in the body the mind is too it's too tricky it's too tricky up there it's way too good of a chess player if this avenue doesn't work it's going to use this avenue If that doesn't that avenue doesn't work it's got a thousand more avenues it can try on you however when you're tuned in like alignment comes from the body like it comes from within right if there's alignment there the mind can do whatever it's doing the body's like hey look you can go on a tirade i'm, I'm totally fine
1: well, he's got another gear, which is basically like he gets to see the energy field of what is being created. So, where you're making up their state of mind, right? Like, you're making up that this person is just being stupid because they're too lazy to actually look at the information or do the thing, right? He can actually read the space and realize that this person is like truly coming from a place of love and wanting answers and wonder. Like, you know, that's the stuff that we get to practice with our mind. He actually gets to see that. And that's the thing he sees way before he can create the perception. So it definitely makes it much, much easier. Because I mean, 99.99999% of the time, people aren't intentionally malicious. Like they're not. It's just our perception is this person is trying to annoy me or that. I remember the first, 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 first time this like really hit me was when Chai was four months old Hmm. and he was crying and it was like late at night or whatever. And he wouldn't go to bed. And I'm getting so mad. Like watching myself get furious because it's like 1 a.m. and I'm not sleeping. And like, why are you doing this to me? You know, like the word dafka. Like yeah, and then it yeah. occurred to me, I'm like, he's four months old. He's not doing anything to you, Elon. Like, he doesn't even know what to do to you yet. Like, <laughs> he's just a being of love. And and it hit home, and I was like, Whoa. But that's generally how we operate with people. It's like yeah. I know that they're doing this to me on purpose. And even with them, so this happened with Shia this weekend, and I call out my kids all the time. I'm like, are you doing this to get attention? And like, it stops them. It's jarring to them because their whole mechanism is working and it just kind of like snaps them out of it. And it was so interesting. So we had to go to basketball Mm -hmm. and he was like, Abba, upstairs now, and like yelling at me. And he's like, put on my socks, put on my shoes, get my socks, get my shoes. And I'm like, who are you? You know? And one of the things that came out in the conversation afterwards was he has an interpretation of life that I'm constantly telling him what to do
0: Mm -hmm. and he
1: never gets to tell me what to do. Wow. Right. Which is massive. Like that's what I'm saying. Like it ended up being a beautiful conversation, but I asked him flat out. I was like, Shia, are you doing this to feel more powerful in this relationship? And it like, you know, like stopped him because look, I mean, granted for us, we actually know human behavior and we can break it down to the simplest form because it's funny, like whether we're coaching, you know, a 40 year old or a 50 year old, we're still relating to them. And a lot of the times, like the words are coming out of their mouth are a six year old. So I actually get to interact with a six year old. So yeah, it was fascinating. And I got to see like how much I got triggered when someone was telling me what to do. Mm. So that was... Yeah, it was fascinating for growth.
0: That's absolutely brilliant. And I think, you know, the the part that always slows me down is when when I can recognize that it's me that I'm upset at, there's always a a space for softness again. Because I realize whatever anger and hostility that I'm externalizing, right, in that moment, I'm doing something worse to myself internally. Yeah. And it's again, it's like the white noise. Like you think you're not doing it to yourself. You, you're. Apt, it's, it's just you that you're doing it to. You're not doing it. To, they don't know what the hell I'm doing. These two people have no idea that I'm sitting here. And there's like this little part of me that's like fuming. And then that I'm getting this tightness in my chest and this heaviness on my shoulders and all the physiological things that happen that are just feedback for you to know like, hey, this is you shaming yourself. So it was really good because I, I like kind of, and again, I like, it's great now because I feel like I can more and more go into these emotional places without the burden of it. Yeah, emotions seemed burdensome before. I was like, fine, like, get rid of this feeling. Yeah, like, oh my god, this heaviness. And now I'm like, oh wow, look, there's heaviness there because I'm viewing a. I feel like I'm viewing more and more from the sensational level versus what we're calling emotion and feelings. I'm just like, wow, I can feel there's like a hand gripping my heart. Like that's interesting to me. I'm like, yeah. oh. and I'm like, oh, and then I'm like, that's not new. Like that grip is there a lot. Every time there's anxiety, every time there's stress, like grip on the heart. I'm like that doesn't feel good. I'm like, clearly emotion like emotion, like energy emotion motion is not moving. So I'm like, okay, well, my desire is for it to have space to move again. Just like me, like when I'm being squeezed, if someone's squeezing me or if I'm in a tight spot, I'm freaking out. You know, it doesn't feel good. I imagine every part of myself, if it's being squeezed is having that very unenjoyable experience. It's like, hey, I want to just express myself. I want to enjoy myself. I want to feel free. So it was great. I thought I was in an experience for like five minutes. I popped out like 30, 35 minutes later out of an experience. Cause it had gone so deep and then it's interesting now because when things release i could feel how it interacts with other parts of my system like energy moves to places that yeah. may have not seen energy before one other thing i've had to get better at i would say if there is such a thing is not trying to complete everything in the moment because before there was this desire like oh great we're in the experience like we're in it now like, this has got to finish like oh there's gonna be resolution i'm gonna feel so good you know like, all that kind of stuff and now i just get like the system is only ready for what it's ready for at any given time yeah so it can only, release that like like today like after 30 years of shaming myself of being stupid and it's funny because then you start having memories you're like oh yeah in school and like where this was with mom and dad and stuff like that it just starts cascading really quickly And then you see like all these opportunities there were to love yourself and how you freaking hated yourself through it. So I'm like going through all these different experiences and I start feeling like energy move in other places. And then there's a part of me that's like, let's keep sitting in it. Like we're going to get this resolved today. Mm -hmm. And I started realizing that the part that's doing that is more of the shame. It's another one of the protectors. It's the manager. Yeah. He's trying to manage everything now, or it's trying to manage everything right now. And it's trying to manage it until like there's a destination. But if you don't get to the destination, guess what it gets to use on you again? Shame. Oh, again, we didn't complete this. Yeah, And then you're back in the hook. <laughs> you know? It's funny because breakthrough work at this level can oftentimes actually re-trigger the very thing that you're working with. If you go too far where the system is not ready. That's what I'm starting to see in my experiences now. So now I'm like, great. That's what we got to today. It got a little sip of something it hasn't gotten in 30 years. Good. And I just kind of like let it be. And like then again, today another experience came up. And so now it's occurring like, okay, we get another opportunity to take a swing at this a little bit later. I'm just going to let the system be with what's going on. So I don't think it's been a coincidence that there's like been a few circumstances today. And then I would love for you to share like, you know, the other stuff that happened today, if you're okay with it.
1: Hi there, Satorian. So I just wanted to share something amazing with you really, really quick. If you don't know this already, the word Satori means a moment of sudden enlightenment. Well, Guy and I did a coaching session for a group of incredible people just the other week. And after about 90 minutes were up, these participants were on absolute fire. People emailed us for days sharing their own Satori moments, how they rekindled lost relationships, how clients seemed to appear out of thin air, how they received the largest paid speaking gigs or healed their body in ways that they've been trying to do for decades, just to name a few. So we thought, hey, you may actually want to create your own Satori moment. So if you go to satoriprime.com forward slash my Satori right now, you can watch that same training we did for free. I mean, it really truly was one of the best coaching sessions we've ever had and we're really excited to share it with you. So again, if you go to satoriprime.com forward slash my satori, you can go experience your own Satori and I'd love to know what you think once you watch it. Enjoy. Yeah, so I mean you were talking about like experience and being in it. So just to yeah. fill some of you guys in, so our mom moved down to Florida back in March. My dad stayed up here, sold the house up, a- up here in New York. York. Yeah, in New York. And they just sold the house and by the way I'm getting the echo on your end again. And so it's good now. He's been cleaning the house. And I went over to this house today with uh, Fanny's car to pick up some stuff. And we're like loading up the car. And by the way, he found like a folder with so much of your stuff from childhood. Like, so I don't know if he's going
0: to reach out to you if you want. But I actually called him this morning and he told me about that. Because once once I saw your post, I figured I'd uh, get to communicate.
1: Yeah. So we went there and spent about an hour like packing. And then at the end, he was like, you know, you want to stay for coffee? And I was like, I actually have to run. And so he gave me a hug, and he gave me a hug and just started bawling, like uncontrollably bawling. Yeah. I got it, it. Just, it just started to hit home in a really real way. And I don't know. Like when mom left, I think because he was still here, it didn't feel as real. And I knew we were going out to visit her real soon. I don't know. It just hit so hard today. And like seeing him so sad, and I know, I know intellectually that like, it's all for our highest good. And I know that they're, it's like their expansion and my expansion, but it hurts so much. Yeah. And it just been like on and off all day today. Just sat like, I, and then I remember you leaving. And yeah. It's just been so heavy all day and just like trying to function with the heavy and being okay with it. And just knowing that it's like a feeling and it's weird. It's like, on the one hand, I love that I'm this sad. I really do. Like, I really love that I'm this sad because, like I tell my kids, it means what we have is so real. Mm. But it's like the thought of just not having me here on like a random Tuesday to eat dinner or come over to just play with the kids for an hour.
0: History repeating itself. I know. Yeah. You know, I get that, man.
1: Yeah. It's just been like one of those heartbreaking days. And we have like a week and he's leaving Friday. I don't know. It's just so hard to see. Different kind
0: of reality check. I've yeah. uh, been in a lot of thought too. You know, it's, it's funny like that this is something we've had to deal with ongoingly throughout our lives. as like being taken away from family. Over and over again, it's definitely created an interesting dynamic. I, I actually had this thought, like, I haven't been around dad in, like, 10 years almost. Because even the time that I was still in New York, he was uh, working across the States. Then mm-hmm. he was working in Vietnam. And even when I moved back into the house, he wasn't there. I thought to myself, that's a significant amount of time to not have been around your father. I mean, at least, like, in the close proximity, you know. And so I think, like, some of the challenges that, that we have had over the years and how like coming back together always creates some of that those challenges cuz you forget you're like oh shit we really haven't spent you know a significant amount together in a long time it's tough yeah. it's tough and i know you guys will will all figure it out i never thought in a million years that our family would be living in three different states yeah across the country from from one another i'm also proud of everyone for following what's in their heart yeah and not living by the typical like Hey, you know, this we got to stay together because we got to stay together. Versus yeah. just following really their own song, and I think it goes to show that there's no ownership of anybody or anything in this world. You know, we come here as individuals and to live in community as well. We all get to choose our own song. I know for me, leaving was definitely one of the toughest days in my entire life. Me too, for sure. We'll see. We'll see what happens next. I mean, and again, it's there's like such a disconnect
1: between head and heart. And this like, so goes to show all the stuff that we teach people and like all the coaching that we do is like tapping into your heart and your body and tuning into that whole different guidance system. And not that the head is bad by any stretch of the imagination, just like exploring this other avenue. And it's like, think of these times where you're in so much pain, right? Like I would venture to say that if you've done any of this work and I've done a ton of this work, right? Like logically my mind is actually in my favor. Like it is saying all the right things. It is coaching the fuck out of me. Like literally it is. I know everything I know. And look, I'm like looking at my reality, right? Like if anything, you moved away and granted, we don't spend time in space as much as we used to, but I would say we're closer than we were even when you lived here. Sure. Right. Like, just every time we get together it's like so fucking awesome and celebration
0: yeah and so and i want to say we found ways to get together for interesting experiences versus just like i'm at your house spending time with you it's like there's always a new memory to create like something that's really memorable over and over again
1: yeah and so you know like the reality is okay like the person that was the hardest for me, like, I remember when you left, like, for a week, I was just fucking mush. Like, I couldn't do anything. Sure. And yet, you know, like, so the proof is there. I can see how much growth is happening for mom and dad. Like, I, all of it. I get all of it. And it all, like, there's a part of me that's super, super happy about all of it. And yet the heart is <laughs> in so much pain right now. That every time I tune into it, it's just like waves of just pain. Yeah. And it. it's just so fascinating. Like, it's usually the exact opposite, you know, like where the mind is telling you, like, all the reasons why you can't and why it's stupid and blah, blah, blah. I just think we're, like, so trained that it's programmatically just, just become different. Yeah. But, like, it has no say over Any of this. And I know even when you went through heartbreak, right? Like in relationships, it's like you know all this stuff, but it does saying it to yourself makes no difference when it comes to your heart. The heart is, like you said, going through its process. And so I just kind of been like sitting in the background and noticing, and there's like so much pressure and tightness all over my chest, which is, you know, all sadness. And it's interesting because like what I noticed is that for me, normally, like the stuff that triggers me, I very, very rarely feel anything in my body other than my stomach area, Mm -hmm. which means that like my thing is generally around like fear and anxiety. Yeah. I don't really experience sadness. And I was thinking about it the other day. I actually, so this Saturday, I ended up eating like a chocolate that we got from Rhea. Yeah. It was just like, I just sat in the living room watching a movie and all that stuff and one of the things that kind of hit me was like and kind of dad came into it also but it's like i think i have a really shitty memory and that shitty memory has actually really served me well Mm. like we'll be talking you remember all these things from like high school and middle school and like all these events i don't fucking remember anything And I think because I don't remember a lot of these things, I also don't have such a emotional charge. So I was like trying to look back and I was literally trying to look back. I was like in the state and I'm looking back and I'm like, all right, when was like the last time I was really mad or really hurt or really sad? And like, I couldn't get to anything. You know what I mean? And... I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I think it served me. And then like these moments happen and in these moments, it's just like, fuck, it's so debilitating. And I just feel like I'm in a haze and I feel like the brain doesn't want to work. And I feel like I don't want to work. And it's just
0: like, wow. And so funny that you bring that up because it's something I've been investigating because it's not like you have a bad memory. You just omit. It's like memory works in specific ways. Mm-hmm. We've had this conversation a lot because Mandy, for instance, can't remember a movie line to save her life. <laughs> like, you know, a movie line or a movie we watch. And it is a constant point that we just like laugh about it because I mean, you could have an entire conversation just quoting things, just right? Quote. So now, just by saying that, clearly your memory works because oh, yeah. you, you'll whoop well, out of line, memory. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's very selective. And it's not like it's selective. So I started looking at what's going on here. So for me, it's like, but and also, bro. Like, I know for you, you remember restaurants you've gone to, what you've ordered there, yeah. and Lines. you locate, visit on planet Earth. You're like, I went here, this is here. You're gonna make a left over there. Like, you're so good about the stuff like that. Me, <sighs> I don't remember what I did three minutes ago about those yeah. kind of things, right? But you give me technical stuff, online website pages, how softwares work. Like, I will give you a detailed description of everything, right? Yeah. So it's like, is it working? It's working. It's just working differently. Yeah. So, one of the things I wanted to look at here, this is really, really interesting. Like, I love that this came up. Like, I have a ton of sensation in my chest. Actually, most of mine, it's like heaviness or hollowness in my heart. Like when I was going through heartbreak, it was just a void in there. I was like, something needs to fill it up. It's so uncomfortable that there's a void in here all the time. Now it's like filled and there's heaviness, right? Like it's like trauma, like sadness all the time. And I think this is the difference between how me and you just took growing up. Like I went through all my depression and suicide. So like sadness you just imagine how much sadness that experience had and how much my mind was doing it's like there's a little ton over here going d- down my chakras is a little bit of a different experience i have a lot of sensation in my stomach the dantian that go down lower than that very difficult for me like nothing gets in there so this part is like blocked which mm-hmm. for me would tell me with your experience that a lot of the heart space is blocked So it's like you experience fear, but it almost like doesn't register emotionally, which is why you'll go do crazy shit. You know, like you're like, I'll jump off this cliff. I'll do that. I'll just get out of here. And that makes sense because then you're like in a lever pattern. I'll just leave. Right. I don't have to feel. So I'll just leave. I used to feel a lot and it would overwhelm me. So I would have to defend myself, get angry. Right. Stuff like that. So it actually makes a lot of sense, which also tells you like, all right, here's where I get to kind of investigate and look at what's happening inside of my system. And I think that's why deep emotional stuff, like for me too, like a deep level of sadness in a weird way, my system kind of loves it. Oh, I because, love it. That's why this is us, like the best show ever. Yeah, because it's so rare that I get to like go into that depth of my emotion that part of me is like, this sucks. And the other part's like, whoa, like we're fucking, we're, we're having an experience over here. This is cool. Yeah. So it's just interesting. So it's kind of good for you, I think, to look at. And, you know, what's interesting about what's happening with our family, not like we've ever done anything like most families, we've been very diverse, dynamic type of family. And that's not to put down anybody's family, just, you know, the way our lives have kind of panned out is my feeling is we all get to experience a new level of freedom without the attachment to all these things. These are a lot of old systems we're attached to that are creating sadness, right? And the last few weeks, like ever since Chinese New Year, I'm like, holy fuck, we all just get to experience freedom in a new way. Like mm-hmm. this year has been getting, has kind of been moving in that direction for me very quickly. As far as like all the experiences I'm having, there's always, I'm, I just see that I'm not free, that I'm not letting go. Yeah. And you know, with family, like I see mom and dad, it's like everything in their life right now is about, Hey, you get to let go. You get to have a whole new freedom. This location on planet earth doesn't even matter. This doesn't make you happy. You go over there. There's opportunities for you here. It's like the only reason you wouldn't have opportunity in your life right now is you're attached. To this location, that I got to stay here. That this is what this is about. This is the decision that we made, and it has to be like this. And then it's like everything's just trying to force, right? Hammer to now. Same thing with you and your with you guys. I imagine it's like, hey, like having that structure where parents are around to support you and help you, and your parents being at your beck and call—not beck and call, but like you know, available when you need them to. Old systems, not free, right? There's something to surrender to. Same thing with me and all these different things I'm going through around relationships and money and all the things that we we're all dealing with. And I'm like, it just gets to be freedom there. And it's like freedom through the system. Yeah. This is the time to tune in more than ever with all this heaviness going around. I'm actually happy that you brought up me leaving and how this reminds you of it. Because that was one of the most emotional experiences of my entire life that day, easily. And there's something for me to get that I get to go back and investigate that, that I wasn't willing to actually truly let go of and feel. Because for me, a lot of times, even when I get sad, it's like I don't get like a complete purge. I get like a partial purge. I get like the welling in the eyes, I maybe get a tear or two and right where I'm about to like, really like go into the experience and have it, my system doesn't let me. I actually found the kill switch. Oh, wow. Like a thing pops up, like the manager. No, I'm calling it the manager now, but like Andrew helped me see. It's like the manager protector and it comes in and it's like kill switch, feel nothing. Mm. Like instantaneous. It's like, and I'm like, what, 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 what? And I'm left thinking like, whoa, there's so much more in there. I wonder if
1: it ties into... That if like, if you go into that direction, it's like
0: back to depression. Cause like, that's kind of like the saddest part of life. hundred percent accuracy there. there. Like Cause I remember even landmark years, maybe like for six, seven years, I had a very real fear that I could slip back. Mm. And that's partly why I think I was comfortable with doing the work in a way that actually was killing off emotion until I realized that that was really scary. Like to be so robotic. And started going the other direction with it. But that meant inviting all that back into my life. Like today, I don't have that concern.
1: It's really interesting. And I have to go take shires of tennis. But you know, the whole thing, because I do feel like, and I love sad movies and all like, I really do. I I mean, I really love crying hard. But it's just interesting to investigate. I never really thought of it. Like most, pretty much all my sensations are stomach based. So like Mm -hmm. fear. So as you were talking, I'm like, you know, that would totally make sense because if my conversation is I'm a loser, it's kind of in that same world of I'm not good enough. Right. Yep. So there's this constant fear that I'll never live up to this persona of winner that this little child invented. Mm-hmm. And so it's this constant fear and anxiety of where I'm like, am I doing enough? Am I this enough? Am I right? Cause it's like all stems from that where yours is different and yours is more about the heart
0: situation so like feeling through pain without yeah all right i gotta run i want to just tell you one quick thing that came through for me part of the why you've been very decisive your entire life as a means to protect yourself like that i need to know right because you got to protect from the um loser that there's you got to recreate decisiveness from a place of like purity and light yeah not from Um, judgment and pain yeah that kind of came through yeah and this has been an amazing conversation and again this is what these opportunities give us you know and open up as an exploration. So go do your thing. Um,
1: invite people or just let them know about the group and the training that we're doing on Thursday. And we'll leave it with that.
0: Yep. All right, guys. So if you're How interested, you we have a group that's becoming quite active with over 2,700 members. It's uh, called Personal Development Without the Fluff. I could drop the link for that below. We also have a uh, live training tomorrow. And we're kind of like rebranding what the training is called. But essentially, it's like come spend an hour and a half with Elon and I ask your questions and get coaching. We're going to be doing that every other week. It's a part of our like manifestation series that we're going to be doing ongoingly. We have been doing it, but feel free to join us. Uh, We'll also let you know about some ways that you can start working with us if you're interested. And finally, we've been getting a lot of really great feedback on our uh, prime year day program. So if you're interested in finding out about how to create alignment in the morning, A lot of the stuff we're talking about right now, which is kind of creating the atmosphere for you to start assessing and looking at things in a way that allows you to actually create true healing. Prime Your Day is a really great place to get started because like setting your morning up is what allows for a lot of this stuff to come through. You can go to satoriprime.com backslash prime your day. And of course you have our uh, app if you need that. It's satoriprime.com backslash app. And you can go through a uh, 10 part free uh, mini masterclass there. I know that's a lot but we do a lot here all uh, hoping that you guys are getting a lot of value from the things that we create here and the conversations we're having love you guys so much thank you for joining us today and for those of you guys joining us on the webinar tomorrow go to go.satoriprime.com get yourself registered and 11 a.m tomorrow 2 p.m eastern we're going to go live and uh, we'd love to have you join us take care guys I really hope you enjoyed
1: that awesome conversation as much as we did delivering it. And as always, thank you for your continued loyal support and your listening. Now, if you haven't already done so, please make sure you go to Facebook right now and request to join our amazing private group. It's called Personal Development Without the Fluff. It is a quickly grown community with amazing souls and amazing support. So if you've enjoyed this podcast, I can absolutely guarantee that you will love that group. Also, as I mentioned earlier, if you head to satoriprime.com forward slash my Satori, you can grab that latest 90 minute mind expanding training for free. So go grab a notepad, a drink, And buckle up for that one amazing ride. Well, until next time, have an amazing day, my friend. We look forward to personally connecting with as many of you as possible and seeing how Satori Prime can help you achieve your dream life today.